There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Live from the Michelob Ultra Studios, KPN-TFM, HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. This is TMA All Day. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPN-TFM, HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. Good morning, St. Louis. Uh-oh. Now, just a doggone minute. Where is Tim? Get it all out now. This is how I, that's, who I, that's who I thought I'd hear first thing on Friday morning. I forgot about her. I wouldn't have come in. <laughs> oh, for heaven's No, sake. Jackson does a great job uh, well, thanks. Uh, hosting. Well, He's thank a great you. host when Tim's not here. Well, thank That's That means a lot to me. I really appreciate it. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after to my right. Douglas Elvin Vaughn, dressed in a in a handsome royal blue pullover, uh, khakis, of course. Uh, okay. Sitting across from me, Darren the Plowhawk Atkins. A little V-neck action on Friday. Love to see it. I tell you what, I'm running out of. I stashed all my hoodies for oh, you? you know the summer. Sure. So I have just a couple of stragglers that are dirty. Mm-hmm. So I had to bust out this. You well, look fuzzy. Be, I look like it's 20 degrees outside, but yeah. it is nice. What is 50 something? It's kind yeah, of chilly. It's a chilly, but uh, don't worry, because Monday, starting Monday, you got like. Nine straight days in the 90s. Nine ah, straight day and a little yeah, that's hot. Right. That's a little toasty, but that's fine. And warm. That's fine. But when warm you wake up in the morning, cold. it's in the 60s, not 52. Tell what, yeah, Saturday, right. Sunday for the pop-out, 83, Ooh. 85. Ooh. It's almost perfect, though. I feel, I feel like I'm eight again because, I don't know, I've had so much going on lately. We've had, for some reason, a ton of meetings with the Mega Meyer Foundation with this golf. Well, you're president now. Yeah. Um, and... Um, just, I had some other stuff going on. I got the Point Fest tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I got two tickets for my niece and her husband for Point Fest. And I said, can you do me a big favor when Jeremy comes and picks up these tickets Friday? Can I give him a load of laundry for you to do for me? Oh, for wow. heaven's <laughs> sakes. Because wow. I had so much. You've got to be kidding. I have so much have going on. Have you no on. shame at all? I have all. so much going on and I can't get to it all. So I said, can you just do a load for me? I can get you tickets if you can wash my underwear. Is that <laughs> for you? No, I have. I have two bags, so one I'm just giving her all my darks, and I'll do my underwear. The delicates, Doug. But if I if Not I did to be kidding, if I had to do all this at the laundromat, it'd take like five washers and dryers. It'd be all day. So this way, she doesn't load. And all I got to do is go down there once. I don't have to go back three times. So yeah, my sister's gonna do my or my niece's gonna do my laundry for me. Oh gosh, Doug, what are your thoughts on that? She has to be thrilled. Here, here's old Uncle Whistle Snoot's <laughs> dirty utrell. <laughs> no, I said I'm gonna do. It's just. I'm, I'm running out of, of like, pullovers. and. <laughs> well, then go to the laundromat at the apartment complex and clean that stuff. I will, but I also got sheets and stuff and towels and this well, just too much. we all do? Normally, Underwear. Normally, I have, like, two loads. Mm-hmm. I, nice. This would be, like, six loads, so I just give her oh, the majority wow. of it. And, God. I just, and Then I'll go pick it up. Six-load Ken, right sitting to my left. And mm. what's, uh, and I'll tell you what, like, Living in a bunch of apartments as I have, truly blessed, <laughs> truly blessed to be evicted and have a bunch of oh, movings yeah, and thank Doug. Yeah. La- having laundry on oh, the nice. premises. <laughs> now, the difference, if you have laundry in unit, you may have laundry in the basement. I got it in the basement. And you also may have laundry, I think where Iggy is, where there's a central area where it's a complex and there's laundry areas. Let me tell you, having it in your apartment or in the basement and not having to leave your apartment to do laundry, yeah. game yeah, changer. I've got yeah, laundry mats as well, which is, that's a grind. Yeah, it's one of the things that I hate about this complex is there's no washer-dryer hookup in the apartments. Yeah, it's, I would love to just, okay, let's throw some wash in today. 
No, I had to do a little laundry, of course, on the cruise ship outside Monte Carlo. <laughs> where, 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 where did that go where down? In, that? On the ship? Oh, yeah. Do they do it for you? No, they oh, okay. provide it there for you. Did they have, like, a little laundromat down there? That's right. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. I have a feeling that's where people meet to hook up. That wasn't there. It's where they went to do their laundry. There's laundry in a cruise. You're only there for 10 days. I mean, I've gone to Hito for two weeks and didn't have to do laundry. Mm. Well, aren't you mostly naked the whole time? How many times did you wear the same clothes? Didn't wear a lot of clothes, but I usually brought about 10 different shirts and three or four pairs of shorts for dinner. I don't own 10 pairs of underwear. Really? Really? I'm probably about a six or an eight piece. But we, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm grinding loads of laundry every day. I've got, so, like, I have no issue with I've it. got 30 pair of underwear. That's why I only, moly. I only do laundry when I'm out of underwear. Because I have enough. Uh, in the summer, I have tons of uh, short sleeve polos. I never run out of those. I mean, I don't wear a polo to work and then throw it in the wash for three hours and hang it back up. Oh, well, so I do. I, so I only <laughs> run out of... After I wear a shirt all day, I... Not all I day. Wash it. Like, I wear this into here. Three hours. I go home, I hang it back up. I'm not getting it dirty for three hours sitting in here. What about the shirt underneath? I don't have a shirt underneath. Are you I, kidding see, me? See, I can't. You're wearing pos- just a sweater? It's very comfortable. I don't know if I've ever once went bareback with a sweater <laughs> or a button-up. No. I'm talking as a kid, it too, just Doug. isn't done. Well, I think like a button-up shirt, you're fine to wear nothing underneath. I, I, I don't know. I just don't like the... It's far more comfortable, and you sweat less if you have a T-shirt. I don't sweat anyway, so... When I sweat in here, it's like 40. <laughs> it is cold It is there. pretty chilly in here. So when I run out of underwear, that's when I do laundry. I got like four or five sets of sheets. But if you don't, if you don't wear an undershirt, your body <coughs> grunge, your skin cells and stuff. Hot grease. Get, get on the clothes. Just don't worry about them. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not worried about it. No, I've never worn them. Thoughts on Iggy's t-shirt. body? Uh, send them on in. I can't wait. Engineer Design Facilities text inbox. Off to a good start. Hot start, 314-881-TMA5. You can text on it. You can also call in because we got KG in O-Town yeah. in the Ledoux Horton Watkins studio. It's fabulous to have him. Hi, KG. Morning. Segment studio. Yeah, it's the segment oh, studios today. That's right. South County's commandeered my uh Jefferson County. Jefferson County? Mm. Is that south of South County? It is. Doug? Yeah, it's kind of southwest. I guess it even goes all the way down. Yeah, like in Imperial, that's Jefferson County. Best sushi in the land. Sushi right? AI, baby. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, and the uh, the famous uh, Fuji Sushi, yeah. which had to, mixed reactions on the fan page. I've been to Imperial <laughs> once Thoughts? in my life. Well, I have a friend who went to Sekman, uh, Candace Walton. Like, yeah, she's a good friend of mine. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. I think she's, uh, I better not say. <laughs> what um, were you going to say? Yeah, you can't tease us like well, that, I don't know. Bro. She sent me a picture did you well, take wet pink? I don't know if she wants me to say pink. <laughs> anyway, um, so I went, we had dinner one night at her house, and this is the first time I've ever been to Imperial. It's beautiful. Okay. Gorgeous Imperial. It's a long way away. Yeah. So you can call it's not in. not that far away. How far? Depends on where you are to start. I've had to drive down there before, and it's, uh, it's done by Arnold. 25 minutes or so? I'll take well, the over on that. Well, again, it depends on where you're coming from. Well, I'm yeah. Sunset I'll, Hills. I, I could be in Imperial in 25 minutes. Well, I'm on the hill. I'm right by God's Highway, Doug, 44. Yeah. You, still takes me a good while to get down there. Not more than 25 minutes. I don't remember how long it took me, but you can go uh, all the way to Festus in about a half an hour. Twin Cities, yeah. But when you want when you want good sushi, though, you do drive the extra five, ten, fifteen minutes out of your way. Right, south of the city center. Speaking Mm -hmm. of uh, Horton Watkins, if I can uh, for a second, uh, Jay had his uh, they had his memorial last night um, at Horton Watkins. Yeah, his alma mater. Also, I'd never been to Ladue High School. It's a gorgeous high school now. Wasn't didn't look like that when I was there. It is. They got a lot of benches and stools and <laughs> benches and stools. Yeah, State you, of the art. Well, as you as you walk can't from get the, that anywhere else. I, I parked in schools for two hundred years. <laughs> I parked in the wrong spot. Uh, I saw a bunch of people walking into a uh, place. You were on the north lot. So I went to the gymnasium side. Yeah, that's not that's not where you want to be. And the memorial's way on the other side. Performing Arts Center. So like an idiot, I started to walk and I got all the way there and I said, no, nah, I'm just going to pull my car all the way up here." Did you see the football stadium? Yeah. Oh, my God. Very it's nice. huge. So I went back on my car and pulled the, to the right side, but uh, very well done. Uh, Buck Swope, I think, uh, was in charge of, he put all the uh, slideshow together. They had like a 15, 20-minute slideshow of a bunch of pictures of Jay all the way from when he was a kid up until uh, his adulthood. Um, 
And a lot of people there I haven't seen in a while. Tony Hubert hadn't seen in a while. Jason Posey was there. Hadn't seen him in a while. Oh, Posey, man. Buster Posey? Yeah, he was there. He got trained, like railroaded by somebody, didn't he? He did, yeah. Johnny One of the reasons why they changed the rule, he mm-hmm. can't barrel over the catcher. Right. Uh, Johnny Marisek I hadn't seen in a long time. But, yeah, it was well done. Dave Green spoke. Um, his ex-wife, uh, Sue, who we called Gummy. Uh, she spoke. The kids spoke. What's Gummy mean? I don't know. Jay just called her Gummy. I don't know if I want to know. He had a nickname for everybody. He did. He always did have a nickname for uh, folks. That was part of Dave's speech. He rattled off a bunch of nicknames that Jay started for people. Angry? Did Angry make Angry, the cut? Angry was in there. Yeah, I didn't have to think. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> we got a text here. The sign of a quality education. Places to sit. It's from the 314. <laughs> but, I mean, as you Dude. walk through, it's almost like it's almost like a, a garden area. Every Where you walk, there's nice... Benches and they're normally in memory of somebody. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of places to sit and relax. And but yeah, a lot of people there. Uh, a lot of people I didn't see until I left. I saw Klaibs when I left. Uh, never did see Bob Ramsey, but I saw a picture of him with a bunch of people last night. So I guess he was there. I didn't see Rammer, um, but a lot of people there. It was very well done. The kids were uh, his his daughter Grace gave the best speech. She mentioned uh, Foot Fetish Friday. She goes, yeah, you know, this dad would give me a nice talk, and then I'd see a picture of him with his, some girl's foot in his mouth. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Oh. Cuddle up. <laughs> uh, someone's already requested the name Zach's wife, Gummy. <sighs> and so that's been Zach's granted. Zach's wife. No, it was Jay's wife. Jay's ex-wife, Sue Klein, who he called Gummy. I'll just I'll just change the guy's name to Gummy. Yeah. I think that'll uh, work. Yeah, yeah, shorten it. I think that works. You know, during the Dota, um, people were posting on the fan page about some of Jay's great videos at Normandy Golf Course. Oh, about, some of the best. You know, hot dogs at 8.30, you know. French the, fries. Messing up the bathroom, the shoe situation. Yeah. And you always miss him, the, like, at the Dota, because, you know, that was his, like, I mean, he was at home. Riding around with Lisa Ann mm-hmm. at his home track oh, yeah. with his favorite radio show. His kids, people oh, sure. were there. It's, uh, yeah, Jay is, man, it's crazy. And Buckswap did a tremendous job on the video. Did you see it? Yeah, he put it on the fan page, and there was a ton of stuff I did not know, like I've not seen before. Not just the childhood stuff, but a lot of uh, old school show pictures uh, prior to me being on TMA. So they were, they were really cool. Yeah, he had uh, some I'd never seen before, but... Uh... Like I said, his family, I guess, kept everything. Because uh, I guess they gave him all these files and Swope just went through them all. But, I mean, my mom, and when we were kids, took pictures with Polaroids. That's all we had. And those things disintegrate after about six months. So, not a lot of childhood pictures. You don't have any pictures left of your childhood? I, I think I may have some, but they're like black and white. And they're kind of grainy. I've got, I've got pictures of my great-grandparents in black and white from the 1800s that are still absolutely fine. Incredible. That yeah. is crazy. I don't know where they went, because my mom did take a ton of pictures. I mean, she had the Polaroid and the Instamatic. She took up a ton of pictures, because um, she was somebody who liked to take pictures. But I don't know where they went. I thought, yeah, my, box I, I thought my sister had them all, but uh, went down to Gatlinburg. She brought all of the pictures with her, and we all kind of went through them. Um, but I think some people kept some. I think my brother's got boxes that we've never seen. So I'm there somewhere. But they've got an idea now to take pictures of the old pictures. Take pictures of your phone of the old pictures, yeah. and then you have a digital copy. Or, or you can all, you can get them scanned and uploaded and yeah. done that way too. Really yeah. easy. I mean, there were pictures of him with his um, grandfather, the mm-hmm. senator, senator. Yeah. pictures of him with you know Lee Trevino and all these celebrities with his grandfather when he was like five years old and. So, yeah, it was really well done. Outstanding. It was, uh, was kind of sad, but uh, it was good to see everybody. And It's hard to believe it's been six months already. Since yeah, isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah, it's time flyer what? Boy. Yeah, so thanks for uh, thanks to Sue and thanks to the kids and thanks to Amy for having this and putting it all together. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Uh, text on in your thoughts, 314-881-TMA5. You can call in and talk to KG in O-Town. In the Sekman Studios, 636-900-4-TMA. Plowhawk, it seems like you, that's a healthy snack I'm seeing you eat right now. Nice little berries. That's well, a we, berry medley. I told you Madison buys a bunch of produce. Don't want them to go to waste. Well, we, I told you about the trick to where we, we can save fruit longer by you soaked them in eight cups water, one cup vinegar, and then two tablespoons of baking powder. Baking soda? Baking soda, yes. Really? So you just set them in... 
a bowl. We have like this strainer, but you set it in there and kind of shake it and wiggle it around a little bit. Dry them out on a paper towel, put them in, and they last weeks longer. Like like strawberry weeks. tastes like vinegar, though? No. No, not, it tastes the exact same. Are you buying in such large quantities that that's even necessary? Well, sometimes you, A, forget about it. It's in there. You know, you're not really feeling the fruit at that time. You just don't want to thank the good away, so. Mm. I've been buying a lot of cantaloupe lately. See, that's the one thing mm. I can't get on is the melons. Yeah. Cantaloupe. I hate it for dessert. I just... Doug, Mount Rushmore of melons? Oh, watermelon, certainly number one. Uh-huh. Uh, the cantaloupe would be two. Yeah. I'm running out of melons. <laughs> honeydew. Uh, honeydew. Honeydew would be three. Is there another melon? Because I'm not positive uh, that there is. Mm. <laughs> Text in your fourth I, I melon. Don't know what another melon would be? <laughs> Cantaloupe's good. If they're ripe, though, they're good. Just... How about Scott Melonby? Does yeah, that can, count? I'll count it. I okay. cut, it, cut it in half and just spoon it out. Well, cantaloupe balls. That's for how eggs. you eat a cantaloupe, for sure. Well, my mom, my, I don't know how my mom it. did it. She used to. She'd have like moon shape cantaloupe with no rind on it. I don't know. If she because could. she cut underneath between the fruit and the rind. the rind. So we could just like hand fruit. They say Doug, if you eat the rind of a watermelon, it's got a lot of fiber, calcium yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. You chew that. Yeah, I mean, it takes some work, but uh, uh, someone said gourds or gourds melons. Ah, boy, oh, I don't know. It's a vegetable. I think a pumpkin's a fruit. I think pumpkin and gourds are fruits. Really? Hey. I believe they yeah. are. You can't you eat a gourd, right can you? That. I don't know if you can eat a gourd. You, you can know, certainly what, eat the seeds. You know what you can do with the gourd? Mm. You Decorate get all, for Thanksgiving. Put, nope. it, put it in your pocket and get, make your hung. Get all the seeds out and, like, you know, get just almost like a bowl-ish, and then you put in, like, a soup. You, know, you put, make a soup. Put a soup mix in there. Soup? <laughs> and then you make soup. I'm, I'm not kidding. Why would you want gourd soup? <laughs> or a dip because you can put, like, cheese on top of it, put it in the oven. You can actually, you can't eat the gourd, I don't think. Maybe. What purpose does a gourd have if you can't eat it? It's for decorations on Halloween. That's all it's for. And what That's I just it? told you, a bowl of soup. Well, I the, promise it exists. What about a cornucopia? That's a just horn de- of plenty? I've never heard that word decoration. since second grade. Yeah. Cornucopia. Horn of plenty. Yeah. <laughs> like a little thing with stuff hanging out of it. That's mm-hmm. just, like, again, just decorations. Uh, pumpkin is a squash, not a melon. It's from Dingle My Berries. Uh, Doug's melons round out my Mount Rushmore of melons. Uh, Manupo Eligible says Carnegie melon. Carnegie melon, Wouldn't yeah. a gourd be a... Wouldn't a gourd be a squash, too? Yeah, I like a, I like a good summer squash. How about a winter squash? You like that? Good zucchini, yellow squash. I like yellow squash. If you mix it up with uh, asparagus, mushrooms, and rice and a little soy sauce, it's a nice meal. Yeah, we'll talk more squash in the appliance discounters eight o'clock hour. Kill some segments here. I'm frankly a little unprepared for the squash discussion. (laughs) It definitely should be seven fifty. Sadly, it's only seven twenty-five. Uh, no, I don't. I don't like this attitude. You know, we're gonna come in strong today. We're giving <laughs> takes. It's Friday. It's the Friday before Memorial Day weekend. All the naughty boys are out there, and they want to hear from us about what we're doing for Memorial Day weekend. Nips out, mm-hmm. suns out, and uh, everyone's feeling good. Doug, what are you doing this weekend? What are you getting after? What are you? Uh, you going down to the lake, cigarette boat kind of thing? Uh, a friend of Greg Bond's is getting married this weekend. Oh, Mazel Tov! So he is in town, and. A lot of this friend who's getting married, friends are common friends of ours, so a couple days of partying, I think, with that. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. So a wedding this weekend is what you got? Yeah. And Plowhawk, yeah. you're taking the camper out for its maiden voyage? Yeah, excited about the whole thing. Oh. It'll be fun. And we have that Monday off, which is great. Absolutely. Kind of a recoup day. Yeah, recharge our batteries. Lord knows that we're exhausting ourselves over here. Yeah. I think a lot of us are, are, are clearly shaken about what's happened to Tim to know that it could happen to any of us in the right. broadcasting industry. The St. Margaret of Scotland There thing. is speculation that that's why he's not here. People and actually he, think he's in Vegas. He that's could, what's funny. Yeah. He yeah. clearly fired. <laughs> or serving a suspension for what he said. Yeah. He said clearly and with full throat that there was speculation that St. Margaret of Scotland might be one of the schools that could be closed. And I agree with him. And for such a <laughs> reckless statement... One Twitter user was unhappy, <laughs> and so I think that that's probably got something to do with this possible suspension. He wasn't He's canceled. Low. He wasn't yeah. canceled totally. Just had some time. Yeah, he's laying low until the mob goes after someone else. Right. Maybe by the end of the weekend, someone else will say something. Could be one of us today. Who knows? Yeah, Iggy, you think maybe to, just to get the the heat off Tim, you might uh, fall on the sword, <laughs> throw some. Well, I gladly do it because I <laughs> I agreed with him. And I went to school there for two years. <laughs> 
Where is it? Where is St. Margaret of Scotland? Down in the city. You know where Gringo Jones is? Gringo uh, Jones. Kind of by uh, the Botanical Gardens? Yep. Okay. It's in that area. Yeah, down the right where. Because we walked They're to school. To and I lived, uh, not grew up, but through second grade, uh, we lived on Flat Avenue. Um, and I could walk. We walked to school, so it had to be close to... Shaw Garden, Botanical Garden. We could see the white wall from our street, from Flat. You what can, white wall? Uh, the Botanical Garden, whatever that, that thoroughfare is at the end, um, they had a big white wall. All right. Yeah, a, lot of would, <laughs> a lot of people would hop it to go into the garden, but there was a big white wall, and from our house on Flad, you could see at the end of the street the Botanical Garden. So St. Margaret of Scotland has got to be somewhere around there. Well, it is. <laughs> yeah, we've established that. We've all been there. But I don't know that. I, I don't know the name of the. I don't know the name of the street that it's on. No, but we've just gave it general areas, so I think. But I know that was a nice little neighborhood because they had a confectionery, uh, where you could buy your candy. They had a Mister Frosty. No. There we could go. We get ice cream on the way home, and that was a nice little neighborhood. Uh-huh. So you're yeah. Saint Margaret of Scotland, then you went where? Saint Mary Magdalene. Saint Mary Magdalene, third grade. Gotcha. Where we moved to Brentwood. And that's where I grew up. Yeah, I remember Flat Avenue. I remember I can't remember what I had for dinner last night, but I can remember like in second grade, we loved when it rained because uh my neighbor, we lived in a two family flat, so we lived downstairs, they lived upstairs. And then he had a lot of toy trucks. And uh <sighs> when it would rain, you know, the rain would go down the gutters, you know, this in the street. Yeah. And uh, we'd go out and play with our boats and our trucks in the in the water. Huh. <laughs> okay. These yeah. are little musings. I was waiting for like... These are musings from the retirement center. <laughs> but I remember I was That's in second we grade and I remember you. that. I remember that we used to sit out on the porch and uh, my neighbor upstairs would bring down two boxes of uh, instant pudding. And we just we would just eat the pudding right out of the box, just the dust. Ew. Huh. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> pudding dust. You just eat like... Pudding, shrapnel, pudding dust, and stare out at the white wall. Ugh. When when did you did you grow up in the late thirties? No, this is uh, probably well, if I was second grade, it was probably early sixties. So you'd play with boats and rainwater, and then Time, eat times pudding weren't dust. that tough in the early sixties. <laughs> no, but that's just we, the city was thriving. That's back then. just what we like to eat. She'd bring down she goes, some pudding. We just like dump it in her mouth. <laughs> I mean, it's just like Blousy still eats those pixie sticks, don't you? You still eat pixie sticks, Bob? I've had a pixie stick in a while, but I did eat the fun dip, if that's yeah, what you were talking about. Yeah, fun dip. That's yeah. all of it. But different. the pixie sticks, you know, you'd open up, you just <laughs> dump all one that sugar One more time, can I say that one more time? <laughs> okay. Oh. Dump all that sugar in your mouth. The same thing with the pudding. You just put your hands out, and she pours them in, and you just lick it. Ugh. That's good. That's just like eating dry pancake mix. Yeah, or sawdust or something like that. <laughs> that was chocolate. Chocolate sawdust. <laughs> and that was how I grew up as a kid. Doug, could there be a worse thing possibly in this world for you than a pixie stick? You know what that? You know what a pixie stick is? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the big Starburst ones? is pretty horrible. Yeah. All right. Have yeah, you seen the big pixie sticks? Like yeah, the, the really like, thick ones. They'll sell yeah. those to you on the side of the road. Those are insane. It's just straight sugar. Like they're yeah. just—it's not. They're not even like trying to hide it. It's like this is sugar inside of this stick, and you're just gonna eat it. Yeah, I, you're I, almost I, getting cucked when you're eating it. Sugar didn't used to have the bad name that it has now. There, there are even commercials on TV about pure cane sugar from Hawaii, and this is what's in all the food. And right, yeah, no one thought anything of it. It yeah. was pure. There was no additives in there. Now they have additives and everything. But it's still sugar. Right, it's still yeah. not great for you. But the thing they sold on the side of the road that they don't, I don't think they do anymore was the, the Saturday morning pretzels. I think they still do that. They, they do that in South City. Do they? Uh, pretzel Boys, yeah. They'll, uh, they'll be right there on, uh, like, Jameson and... Uh, Filer. Filer and Jameson, baby. Yeah, right by Ooh. that gas station. You ever buy them? No. No. Because I, I, I never could they tell... They can't be warm. They can't be... They've been sitting out there for that long. A pre- if you're having a soft pretzel and it's not warm, like, what's the point? And who knows where the pretzel's been if you're buying it off a guy standing on the street. Corner. I'm less worried about that and more worried about the heat. Well, I was told one time that um, that these pretzels are in a big factory and it's, like, filthy. Mm. They've been in there and there's, like, ants and rats and there's Ooh. a big... Oh, that's lovely. They just go in there on Saturdays and pick up their bags of pretzels and this roll is just them out the, to the... Like, roll, just all the pretzel places? Roll them out to the corner. No, just the... When you buy them on the street, they get them all from one factory. Oh, I got what you're saying. You know, the pretzel sticks. 
Well, yeah, you know, it's not dairy or anything, so like, it can't hurt you too bad, probably. It's just dough. We used to get them every Saturday. Bread. My grandpa would uh, always take us to, I probably told the story, people who text in a thousand times with the trust, pretzel story. Trust me, that's all right, even coming in. More, more memories right. from Delmar Gardens. Here someone said, someone said with Tim out, you guys are doing a three-hour sound story for Ken. That's from sweet, fancy yeah. Moses. Mm, we um, should do that. But uh, my grandpa would take us to the confectionery. Uh, that's what we called them back then, little dime store. Uh, we'd stop and get pretzels, eat by the paper, and then we, me and my brother, we'd each get a box of baseball cards. And we'd just sit there and open our cards. We got a cardinal card. We kept them. If there weren't a cardinal card, they went into a big box. Oh. And then we'd just, like, flip them and trade them and stuff. And like then that. there was a big piece of gum in there also. Yep. Ooh, probably tasty gum, too. Not yeah, dry or it was anything. Good. It was good. You know, the funny oh, thing is you can still, gum. some of these... Uh, <laughs> well, that cut your teeth in half. God, that some of these um, uh, memorabilia stores still sell those old cards. Like, you can go and buy a pack of, you know, 1972, whatever, tops, and the gum is still in there. Oh, the 89 tops oh, yeah. of the gum with the Michael Jordan rookie card, those individual packs are expensive as hell. Yeah, and cards are having, you, they've been in a revitalization for a couple of years now. That, uh, it, it's not, it, it's just not sustainable. I can't do it. I don't There's know. a lot of cards that'd be fun to own, but like. I don't know. There's still boxes of these things. Like, uh, I was at one, I was at a card show not long ago. Uh, my friend Larry puts it on every year. Another guy selling like 84 tops, which I think might have been the Sandberg rookie card. Um, and he's got boxes of them. Now, how can these are like forty years old? How do they still have boxes? I mean, tops had to run out at some point, and people back in '84 they weren't saving them; they would open up for the cards. This guy had like a hundred boxes of '84s and '85s and '82s, and clearly he was saving them. Yeah, but where do they come from? They can't. The cards I see, I people say, but boxes, unopened boxes. I've saved my boxes when I was a kid in the early '60s, and I kept thinking these are going to really be worth something someday, and I went through them and I had. Willie Mays and Nolan Ryan and Hank Aaron and Bob Gibson and all these Hall of Famers and took it to, I, I think, one of your friends, Iggy. Larry, probably. Yeah, showed it to him. He says, eh, not much. Probably not in good shape. But the whole, some of them were, were in real good shape. That's the thing, though, is, like, it's less about, like, who's on the card and more about who, like, what kind of condition it's in. Because they have, like, the ratings that they do. And yeah. if it's not a certain rating, you can't yeah. even it's, sell it's it. It's both, though. The, the no, for the sure. Player, the more it's worth. Well, right. But you got to, the, the kicker of the whole thing is you got to send it away to get rated and the, oftentimes having it rated is more expensive than what the cards were <laughs> right exactly so, you know the hell with it Forget <laughs> yeah it. I never mean, mind people use that for you know if you have a really old card like a 57 mickey mantle or something which if it's you know grade nine or ten you know it's I probably plenty worth, of mickey Mantle. it's probably worth a couple thousand dollars not so these apparently uh, Plowboy, Jordan's rookie card wasn't an 89 you liar. Stop talking about what you do not know. It's oh, from the big old I, fan. I said I really didn't know. I'm just guessing. It's not a lie if you just well, Jesus. say something incorrect. <laughs> I'm man. It's like, I mean, come on. See, they're coming after you. The mob is coming after you. Maybe this will so take some of the heat I, off of Tim. I, I don't. It would have been 84. Yeah, 84. 84 was the, the big 84. rookie card in 89 was Griffey. That was, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Swing yeah. man. We used to go. Man, I, I, should I leave? Yeah. Am I fired now? Uh, Am I suspended Very too? thin ice. Yeah. Don't even look at Twitter. There'll be a Don't hearing. Don't even look at it. Yeah, there'll be a hearing. Yeah, my brother got lucky one time. He bought a box of 89s at Schnooks. Schnooks used to sell baseball cards back in the day. And he pulled a Griffey out of one box. Ooh. An 89? Yeah. Oh, wow. Did he hold on to it? Yeah, probably for a little while. And who knows what he did with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Plowhawk, I think. So, actually, that... That would have that actually. I'm going to take Plowsy's misstep and transition it oh, yes. because 1984 okay. would have been Jordan's rookie year, and that is detailed in the film Air. And we have a TMA oh, app contest partnering with the movie Air because we want to give you a $500 Visa gift card, Doug. All you have to do to get a $500 Visa gift card is sign up on the TMA STL app for our app contest. You just enter. It takes. 20 seconds, you can win $500 Visa gift card. Maybe you buy that new TV so you can watch Air on Prime Video. You register right now. Would this be a winner picked randomly? Yeah, just like all the app contests are. Sounds Stephen Wildwood. Thank you again. How many, um, I'm just curious, how many people do we have on our app? Uh, I have no idea. I'm curious, for the $500 gift card, how many more we're going to get in the next week or so? I couldn't tell you. I would assume when we raffle off that trip to Sandals, uh... 
that would have probably been our highest volume of, of entries. One of the winners actually posted, this was, yeah, that was great. a month ago, it looked fantastic, <laughs> and that's what can happen when you're a part of this show. Right. Oh, oh, now someone's trying to come after me. Jesus, Jackson, you can stop lying too. It's 86-87 rookie. I will guarantee you it's 84-85. I'd be willing to put my reputation on it. Jordan's rookie year was 84 guess, to 85. I guess we could look it up. Both of you have careers very much on the line right now. Well, let's We're find gonna out. We're going to lose three-fifths of our show here yeah. in about a week. I know. Just I one used, by one. We'll 86, eight, there's no way it could be I used to have the Ozzie Smith rookie card, the 79, on uh, the Padres, and then I had the 82, which was his first Cardinal card. I used to have both of those. Oh, what do you know? 1984, his rookie season. So, uh... Uh, big old fan, I'll, I hope that your apology is as loud as your disrespect. That's all I want to say. Huh. That's all I want to say because yeah. that's Gosh. just so Because the Jordan 4, my favorite sneaker ever, came out in 1989, which means that the 85 Jordan 1 would have come then. The 2s, the 3s, the 4s would have been 89. So, like I said, uh, please make your apology as loud as your disrespect. As we heard quite a bit last night at the memorial, big old fan, go get your shine box. Oh, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. He said his damn rookie card from Fleer was 1986. I'm sorry you're wrong. But you're saying he was a rookie in 86, 87. That's, I, I don't know about Fleer or cards. I was born in 1998. His damn rookie card was 1986. I don't, I don't know about Is this that. honesty in media or is this just balloon party? Uh, it's always honesty in media, baby. I'm seeing a lot of 86 on Michael Jordan rookie cards. Okay, so the, the rookie card though. is different than his rookie season, and he didn't clarify. Sure. We went on a topic, Doug, that we knew nothing about, and I messed up. I just hope you both have backup plans for employment, because it's not going, it's not going well. I updated my Indeed former producer okay. board operator. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Crystal go. City Clamhammer lays it out, and he does it in a nice way. He's just left my Mount Rushmore of uh, textures I don't like. Really? His rookie year was 84. The Jordan rookie card that is most sought after is an 86 Fleer. Okay. So everybody is on the same page. So another text, Jackson, you're both correct. Jordan's rookie year was 84 to 85, but they didn't make basketball cards that year. Okay. Okay. So it's not as, not really his rookie card. It's his first card. Right. His rookie card is 1986 Virgin Abort Now. I understand it doesn't make sense. That's from Carlos Spicy. Yeah. Now some rational people are texting in. Gosh. I used to have, I went to a uh, auction one time. All right. It was, um. I don't, I don't know what the foundation. <laughs> no, I don't know what the, I don't know what the foundation was. But a lot of old people there who knew, who knew nothing about memorabilia. So they were buying the jewelry and the trips. And I just, just had a, I think I got a Ray Bork game use stick for 10 bucks. And there was a Michael Jordan autographed basketball that I got for 150 bucks. And I gave it to my sister because my sister. She's doing your laundry. <laughs> she, just, she just said, here, just here's some money if you want to buy something. You think is worth something? Go ahead. So I bought the Jordan basketball and I gave it to her and I said, "Here, just put it in the closet and keep it because it's going to be worth a lot of money one day." I have no idea where it's at. No, oh, no. Gosh, have you looked? Uh, yeah. When she passed away, we went through all the stuff in the house and it wasn't there, so oh, I don't know what happened got to rid it. Of it. No, her little kid probably went on. My little nephew probably went to play basketball with it one day yeah. and just lost, left it in the kid's backyard probably. Uh, Doug, I'm looking here at uh, Michael Jordan autographed Fleer 1986 rookie card. You want to go venture a guess on the price? Autographed. Autographed. Autograph. One's and autographed and one isn't. And what kind I of condition the is the card in? Perfect condition. I bet the autograph took away from the card. Oh, I, I can assure you it did not. No. Uh, 2000 uh, Go way over. 20000 Way over. Fifty. Over. Hundred. Hundred thousand dollars. I see one here, ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Now that's what they're asking. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Mean, no, this yeah. is on Amazon, so it's not like eBay or anything where you can bid. This is just oh. this is what. And then Don there's one that's been sold for like three million. Three million. <clears throat> 
Three the highest one right now was the Mantle 10 million or nine. I forgot which one that one was. Yeah, the Honus Wagner was 450,000. The Honus Wagner T2000 or T206, I think. Yeah. Was like four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh my God! Who who has such stupid <laughs> money that, that they would even care about having it? I, Wayne Gretzky, I think, bought that card. Luca sold for four point six million dollars. He has a, a card. A card for four point six million. Man auto Mickey Mantle number one, twelve point six million. Honus Jeez. Wagner seven point two five. Another Honus Wagner at six point six. Mickey Mantle again. LeBron rookie patch. Patrick Mahomes, 4.3, Trout, 3.9. Honus Wagner again and Wayne Gretzky. Honus Wagner, I remember Gretzky buying that car for 450000 There's no well, way it could have went up to $6 million. No, there's two. There's appears to be three different or two different ones. It's unbelievable. The price, I, I just I can't imagine ever spending that kind of money on There's that. no way a baseball car is worth that much money. No. Well, it's but, only worth what someone's willing no, to buy. I mean, that's you know. the Honus Wagner one that sold for... Yeah, I've seen that picture before, that card. That tobacco card. Back when they would put cards in uh, tobacco packs. (laughs) I've always heard Hannes Wagner. Really? Because his first name was Johann Wagner. His family was German. Yeah. They changed it to. He was a big old brute. Is it cute? Considered by many the greatest shortstop of all time. Cutest pre-depression era shortstops go. Oh, Archie Vaughn, I guess. Archie See, Vaughn. There's the, uh, the uniforms the used to wear back in Honus Wagner's days. Were, sixer, one of one logo, man. They were they were wear wool sweaters. Yeah. In the wool summer. Sweaters. Yeah. Well, on that picture, the Honus Wagner car. Look what he's wearing. It looks like yeah. a, it looks like a Ugh, what they wear been, in Finland. That that could have been a, an early spring game, maybe or. Late Dude, there's fall. collars underneath. Uh, it's, the baseball before, like, the 40s is some of the strangest video you'll ever see. That's, I just find it so odd. It's really hard to—I know we can't compare eras, Doug, and it's harder to—and basketball, it's easier to kind of go, okay, you, you played in the 80s, you'll probably be good in the 90s. Dude, baseball before the 1940s, there's not many that you can—I mean— <laughs> I don't Babe know. Ruth. If you look oh, at, yeah, you got that. You, you got the big film. thrill. But man, watching that is so hard. They're throwing 84, 85, using the same ball too. So it's harder for hitters. I get that, but well, it was a dead ball for years mm-hmm. until Ruth came along. So when they say dead ball, that means they just use the same ball the entire game. Well, right? the, the ball was just made differently, so yeah. that it didn't go as far when you hit it. I think that's how pitchers like uh, Cy Young were able to pitch almost every night. They probably just it was like softball. Here, here it is. Hit it. Yeah. Isn't the most wins in the season like 59 by some guy on the White Sox in like the early 1900s? Like, how could someone break that record? You I think Jack Chesbro won like 41, maybe. <laughs> you know, some guys don't get 41 starts in three years. No. How, how could someone possibly beat that? What year do they stop using each other's gloves? Yeah, they used to, the outfielders used to leave the gloves yeah, in to, the outfield. Yeah, they get done. They wouldn't just, even take them into the dugout. They'd leave it there for the other team to use. Charles Radburn. Yeah, that's single the name. season. Winning 60 games. Oh, that's a nice year. In 1884. <laughs> How many did he lose? 1884. Uh, but that was back in the day where you just had one starting pitcher, right? Like there was like, well, here's your starting pitcher. Okay, I'm, we're going to go. I'm not sure. It must have been. I mean, Major Baseball didn't start till like 1869, right? Wasn't that the start? That sounds right. Old Haas Radburn. Sure. Old Haas. 310 wins. <laughs> Jesus. And 502 starts. God, he threw 4,500 innings. 310 <laughs> wins is nothing. Cy Young had 511. I know, but I'm looking at... Tw- it, okay, here he is. He started at 26, too, in 1881. Is he in the Hall of Fame? 20, yeah, he's all of favorite. 25 yeah. wins, 33 wins, 48 wins. He was 60 and 12. <laughs> Jesus. Doug, imagine throwing 72 baseball games in one year. Well, and also, they, My didn't, gosh. they didn't bring in relief pitchers either. You were the pitcher. You were the pitcher. So you got, so all, you the, get shelled you got all the decisions. I'm yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. There wasn't Unless like a. Unless you got no. hurt. 2.6 career ERA. But I think it was probably a game of of trying to make the ball move and spit on it and spit balls. It, Dude. it probably wasn't how hard can I throw every single pitch. Right. 60 and 12 with a 1.38 ERA. Jesus. Yeah. But when you see when you see old film of guys like freak. Babe Ruth and Rogers Hornsby swing a bat, you see, you can say, oh yeah, I can see how they could play today. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, those are big time swings. Especially Hornsby, like Ruth. I think people get like so caught up in like his like weight and like his body. You're like, yeah, yeah that doesn't look like Mike Trout today, but it's different. And when you see him swing, you're like, oh yeah, that's why he was. Yeah. This yeah. isn't the best stat of all of this season. Seventy three games started. 
73 complete games. <laughs> Who was that? Old Haas? Old Haas. Well, they didn't have relief pitchers back right. then. You, just, you got shelled, you were in there for the game. Hippo that's Vaughn was another really good pitcher back then. Hippo? Hippo Relate, Vaughn. Related to him? No. Who about Arky? Not that I know of. Arky spelled the last name differently. All right, Hippo Vaughn was... won the Triple Crown and ERA title, not in the Hall of Fame. Oh, it's robbed. Holy crap, he started at age 20. Yeah, in 1918, he had 22 wins, 10 losses, 1.74 ERA. Dude, he had, yeah, that, yeah, he's a stud. Yeah. I can't believe he's not in the Hall of Fame. How many wins? 20 wins. This is. But I mean, how many total wins for his career? Uh, total wins, only 178 total well, wins. Well, that's not getting in the Hall of Fame. And 137 losses. Okay, there are some bad seasons they've had in there. Maybe. I won't sit here and listen to you disparage Hippo Vaughn. I just won't. <laughs> James Hippo Vaughn, right? The nicknames are way better back then. Oh, yeah. Babe Ruth was a great pitcher. Yeah. So people don't remember about him. He's first couple, three. I think three. everybody remembers that. Yeah, they probably do. And the Red Sox traded him because the guy who owned the Red Sox wanted to finance a play. Yeah. And so they traded him to the Yankees uh-huh. and, and then the curse. <laughs> That's what started it. That's brutal. Uh, but then you go like 80 years later and you see Bob Gibson's numbers and you're like, well, that's... <laughs> Also, no, like, Ryan nothing too, we could ever... Even, we're... 1968, Bob Gibson had a 1.12 ERA. Yeah, and looking at my games, he lost. He lost nine games. He look at the whole... Because he stayed in. They stayed yeah. in the whole way. Yeah. Figured he can't lose nine games with that ERA. Also, the mound was taller back then, so it was easier to they were They lowered it after his year. Right, yeah. And he wasn't the only one pitching really well. There's all kinds of pitchers had career years and there was a lot of offense uh, offensive hall of famer that i think he faced in that era too oh sure i mean yeah kind of the prime well you look at here here's july 1968 he threw 54 innings that month and he carried an era of 0.5 he had a 0.5 era mm. in the month of july what would that get you paid in this day and age uh, every he also had the had same that's... era in the month of june last year that's about the month the second half of the season he, he had. really did have something like it but that whole season right there what if that was your walk year that would be unbelievable i, w- <laughs> I wish they had the uh radar clock to know how hard he was throwing yeah probably low 90s you think you i think don't he know was a- he had a wicked slider too that they couldn't there's no such thing as a walk year back then because there was no free well, yeah yeah I meant, what? like, if there was, and that was, like, his opportunity, you would get paid so much money if you had a season like that. What the hell is going on? You guys suck ass. Maybe talk about oh. Bob Boy Boom Boom Room and this pop-up trailer. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. Who's at war with Mr. Licks? Yeah. We suck well, we ass? We did that earlier. We just kind of, oh, this is kind of so. like a stream of consciousness three hours without Tim. <laughs> <laughs> we have, yeah. Jackson, what time do you guys take tapioca break and change your depends? That's from the Austin ass hanky. I will not oh. have people disparage tapioca pudding. I flat won't. It's very good. Thank you, Doug. It takes the boy when you do it. Uh, you can, I mean, you can buy the cups, but I always like to buy the box and make it myself. But you guys sit there and stir that stuff constantly for like thirty minutes, or else Ta- it, tapioca, or it burns to the bottom. I of usually the just open up the. Uh, but at least it does pack and two spoons. Yeah, at least it doesn't hurt your dentures. Your bridge work stays in place. Guys, I'll be at Sunset Hills Country Club today getting in a practice round with Hinnon, our friend Timmy Mack, and our internet friend Bearclaw. It's from Wooden Shoe O2. Well, Sunset Hills Country Club is in Edwardsville, right? Yeah. Yep. And then there's Sunset Country Club, which right. is in... Sunset Hills. Right. You're neck of the woods, nape of the Very way. close. Uh, walking distance. Yeah. You kind of run that town. Very much so. Yeah. You feel as yeah. if you kind of set the tone for the entire neighborhood. I swagger a lot when I walk. Yeah. Like when, Bounce your neck around. Yeah, just let everybody know that there's the sheriff. Like, you're the first one that turns on the machinery on the weekend. Like, if you're turning on the <laughs> machinery. Switch, I pretty much you know, flip the switch. Let's yeah. say you're trimming bush and people go, okay, Vaughn's out there. Let's mm-hmm. we, we can finally go out there and do it. Oh, I, Doug, an offer's come in. What's it? Doug, I'll buy you a grill if I can have Sunday supper with you once a month. That's from Doug's work husband. Once a month? That's yeah. a, that's not Sunday it. supper. No. Sunday. You like when people say Sunday supper. I though. don't. I, yeah. Maybe. Would you do it if he said just once? Just one time for a new grill? A million percent. Yeah, probably. And you get to pick the grill, Doug. <laughs> and oh, the meal. When, and the meal. Ugh. That's when you buy a turkey. Turkey burgers? You go turkey burgers? I love turkey burgers. Yeah, I do too. They're, they get dry real quick, though. Well, Put Andrew's I eat barbecue them real sauce quick. on them, though. Have you ever had a Cajun black bean burger? That's a big no. big staple of my father's diet. They are fantastic. Is it and spicy, I was, the Cajun spicy? Because I won't eat it I don't know if it's it that is. spicy. It's just an alternative to a patty. We had them a bunch at City Park Grill, and... I never really thought they'd be good. Gave one a try recently, and they are tremendous. 
I've had fake chicken too, because so, we go. How was that? Impossible weekend, meat. Weekend vacationing with vegetarians, and so we try to accommodate as much as we can. Um, and it's surprisingly really good. You yeah. can kind of tell it's not real meat. But if they didn't no. tell you, would you know? Not really. Thing. Not really. Because this chicken sandwich had, you know, like, it, it was the works. Yeah. Impossible meat's pretty good. Is that a picture of me and Larry Nichols? Uh, yeah, we got a picture of you and Larry Nichols doing that video uh, for Hot Shots. Okay. One of the best. Yeah, I was going to blacken the uh, my, my Wednesday, but I know you're wow. not into, like, no. the spicy the stuff, so I didn't. My, bro- my neck just broke with that. <laughs> No, so my, my, he's in the fridge. No, we were talking spicy, so. We I took were. it home yesterday and ate it as soon as I got home. Good oh, stuff. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. I need to get, I need to get into fish. It's just such a, it's such a black hole on my. Omega-3, you kidding me? I know, I know. Fish I just is good don't, for you. I know, I just don't like it. And you can good. do so many different things with it to make it taste good. People just think, ah, oh, it's so bland. No. Many different things you can do with fish. Here's if, my thing. I love, like, I do like fish, but when I, when it comes to, like, you know, things in the sea. I like seafood more. Like, I like having a red snapper, you know, or like other, you know, fish items. But I like scallops. I like mm. mussels, yeah. clam. Oh, like, sure. I like that stuff yeah. when, you know, lobster. So you like um, shellfish more sure. than fish. Yeah. But I, it, nothing disparaging against the fish. Mahi mahi, red the snapper. Fish will be offended. Are fantastic. I'm just more of a crustacean. Are you fish phobic? <laughs> But here's the Everything thing. Everything in the ocean's awesome. Here's the thing is like when I smell that fishy ocean smell, like my stomach turns. Really? And that's what fish t- oh, yeah, <laughs> don't eat the porpoises. <laughs> but that's what fish tastes like. It tastes like the fishy smell. So no, how could I like it? No, it doesn't. I think you the got only fish that kind of tastes kind of smells fishy is salmon. Yeah. And I, I love, love salmon. Yeah. We can take you can take salmon from our freezer, put it in the air fryer, completely frozen. You know, put some olive oil on it and, you know, season it. Yeah. And in, like, ten minutes, you got yourself an amazing salmon wrap, mm. salmon Caesar salad, Doug. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Salmon is so versatile my and parents so easy are, to cook. My parents are, like, upset with me that I don't like fish. Like, it's like they feel like they raised me They're wrong. They're disappointed in you. Yeah. So, and they never... They've been disappointed in me before, cool. Doug. But never probably to that extent. Get yourself a nice piece of Dover sole. Oh, I, I had Dover Soul on the cruise. It was the worst meal well, I had. That's true. Really was. You're on a cruise ship. That thing has probably been frozen for a month and a half, two Just months. They're like in the ocean. Other, it's like every other Dover Soul that you're yeah, getting. You think, you're, you think they're fishing off the cruise ship? Well, I would assume. What are we having for dinner tonight, Captain? I don't know. What do you got over there, Bill? I caught a Dover. All right. I'd have to think that when you're Catch in the middle the of the ocean, it's going to be fresher than when you're in landlocked Missouri. No, because you're on a ship, and they probably get that seafood for the whole ship, so it's been there for two, three weeks, frozen. Uh, the, so Dover, the Dover soul, no, the Dover soul I get is caught on a plane, doubtful, frozen, and into your, in a uh, day later into your, into the, it is highly doubtful. Well, I know that it is. you're eating it one day after it's been caught. I know it is. I have to see that to believe. It. <laughs> well, so you really enjoyed the Dover soul on, on the cruise, Doug? No. Well, when you go to Olive Oak, flat and kind of tasteless. <laughs> when you get to Olive Oak, so Oak, much good fish. I've said I wasted this meal. It's because they're cooking soul. for a thousand people on a ship. The food was outstanding on this ship. Well, outstanding. Go to go to Olive Oak and get the Dover soul and let me know what you think. I like beef cheek. You ever had beef no, cheek? No, I don't even know what it is. It's good. Oh, that sounds awesome. Beef cheek's good. Me is it? That's Wait. beef cheek. I mean, you know, is tongue it? is really popular too. Ah, I don't yeah. want cow tongue. Yeah. Slice off the ass of the cow. I don't want oxtail. I don't want brain, you tongue, would, You would love snoot. oxtail. I certainly don't want a snoot sandwich. What about pig feet? No. I remember God, no. Me and Doug were on a Galentine's Day date Ooh. several years ago. I know Doug doesn't like calling it a date, but it was. And we were at a, <laughs> a point. We were at a point that they tried to remember that the tile fish was the big menu oh, item yeah. there. Everybody around Guanabanas. us, yeah, everybody around What's us was fish? eating it. We didn't know. We didn't know. It turns and, out it's what, like common fish that everybody eats. Yeah, and then we look it up and it's like the highest mercury content. Like, like when I googled mm. it, it was like all caps warning. Oh yeah, like edible but highly. And there's so much mercury in it. Me and Doug are like, nah. No, no to the tile fish. <laughs> What's that one fish you cooked that looks just awful? Like it like is has a weird name and it kind of looks sluggy. Monkfish. Monkfish. That's it. That's like the poor man's lobster. Ugh. Yeah. A lot of a lot of membrane on it. That's why I don't get it anymore. Cause... Membrane. Oh. <laughs> well, it's just like. Uh... Ooh, Doug, a here's a monkfish. If you want to dig into that. Oh, I'm not that hungry. <laughs> it's just like sweetbreads. Sweetbreads are great. 
but you have to peel the membrane off. See, why do they call them sweetbreads? Because yeah, it's that's a very appealing name for not something that is very... I haven't had it, but it doesn't look appetizing on the plate. Oh, they're delicious. Oh, my God, the monkfish. But is. the monkfish has a lot of membrane, too, so if it's not cleaned totally... You gotta sit there and peel all and that peel fish it off and definitely lives <laughs> in imperial. How big, how big does the mouth have to be on that fish? That What's fish it eating? is in a river in imperial, just waiting to be caught. You would run away from that. You don't want to catch that. If you saw it on your line, you'd cut the line and let it go. I think like, it's a monster. It tastes like lobster a little bit. No thanks. <laughs> but I just don't like taking all the membrane off. Yeah. That's why if I can get sweetbreads with no membrane on it, they've cleaned it for me. Great. But. A lot of times, it's still got it on there, and you got to sit there and peel all. You're that hung membrane. up on this membrane. Yeah, because I don't like peeling it off. It's okay. it's like skin. All right. Uh, can my text name be Bill's Dover? That's from the six one eight. Sure, I don't care. Uh, I've been vegetarian for two decades. The alternatives available now are amazing compared to twenty years ago. Unfortunately, they still haven't figured out how to properly replicate the sinfulness of a hot dog. Just too much of a mystery meat to solve. That's from a new bowl eligible. What they have done very well in the vegetarian vegan community is the French fries. Because it's all about the oil, baby, and all about like what, like. Don't say baby, talking about it French is fries. vegan um, French fries. Can't you eat a French fry if you're a vegetarian? If you're a vegetarian, for sure, but vegan, maybe not. Yeah, vegan is the yeah, but well, well the be... option. Well, when you go into places like this, it's almost all vegan. Like they're right. Most of the time, you don't cater to a vegetarian because vegetarians will eat what vegans eat. So to an extent, that's why every, yeah. yeah. So it's Dairy a lot of a... faux everything, right. but. What they do with the French fry game, man, is really good. And the, like I said, the chicken was great. I haven't had a ton of items. But when we go on vacation, like I said, we try to do one or two meals um, that are definitely vegan, vegetarian. They look great. Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of other ways to get protein other than... I like a good cucumber sandwich. Dead meat. See, uh, we do the... Cucumber sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> we do the fried cucumbers and we the, season them. Back to the desperate period of the Great Depression. <laughs> no, I'm talking about vegetarian. So it's would, white bread and cucumbers? Yeah. I usually use some kind of artisan bread, but... Maybe like can, a dill spread? And if you want to put a little, little guacamole spread on it or avocado spread on it, or just slice up some avocados with your cucumber and a little lettuce, tomato... It's kind of a vegetable, vegetarian sandwich. I like cucumbers. Guys, they call they call them sweetbreads because thymus gland sounds disgusting. Again, from the Austin ass hanky. Well, yeah. What about haggis? Isn't haggis like the guts wrapped up in the is. bladder? But like entrails. Let's have an entrail <laughs> dinner. No, or uh, tripe, just guts. Goat tripe. Yeah. Well, that comes from milk, right? Tripe? That's guts, isn't it? It's like the small intestine. Is that what it is? I think so. I think sweetbreads are also called Rocky Mountain oysters. No, that's that's like like bull nuts. Yeah, that's like yeah. testicles. But a lot of a lot of people thought that um, sweetbreads are like sheep's nuts. But there, that's like the it's the thymus gland, right? Yeah. Uh, hey, dumb f. French fries are vegan and vegetarian as long as they're fried in veg vegetable oil. That's from the Austin ass hanky. This Austin mm. ass hanky is. Uh, God, he's angry today. Potato, veggie, or olive oil, salt. That, why would that not be vegan? Questions are coming in. I don't, I don't have answers to it. Well, them. I'm not vegan, so I just... I don't, I don't really know. I, like I said, I eat a ton of crap and shove red meat down my gullet every day. So, like, I, I don't do the ins and outs. A lot of red meat? I love red meat. Don't yeah. vegans sometimes eat meat, though? Like, a vegetarian no. would not eat meat, but a vegan would no. eat no. once yeah, in a while? No. Well, what, what, what does Lisa Ann consider herself? Probably vegetarian, if I had to guess. Because yeah. she's eating meat. I, I don't know. She goes on vacation and she'll eat meat. That, that would, like that, a burger? That's I don't know if that's any, that's just a vegetarian who will occasionally eat meat, probably for convenience sake. So I thought a vegan would maybe eat meat. No, vegan is like they don't eat anything like that might harm an animal. Like, so no milk, no cheese, no eggs. No honey. No honey, yeah, because it comes from bees. Like nothing from animals. It's like stealing animals. from the bees? <laughs> that doesn't harm the milk. bees, does how it? Does, You're how just how stealing milk? it? Hurt a cow? Are you doing? It's not hurting on it. its nipples. It's oh, take, no. Cow, dairy cows get raped to become pregnant, so they give milk. They get mechanically raped Ugh. so that they become pregnant. Otherwise, they, there wouldn't be any milk coming out. Yeah, I mean anything from an animal, like taking something from an animal. Like we're the only. I know this gets brought up and is almost like hack, but it's we are the only spe species that drinks milk from another animal. No other species drinks another yeah. animal's milk. We're the only ones who do that. So some people have issue with all of that. Well, the animals don't know what milk is. They drink out of a river. We don't do that. 
kind of do. We just filter it. Eat like trash. I don't do that either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not we're not trying to like have a moral superiority complex with uh, with with the wild animals. Look, I can save a lot. <laughs> I'm just telling you like what the truth. I is. I can save a lot of money and be a rich man if I got hungry. All I do is walk out and start nibbling on a tree. Yeah, that'd be You'd pretty. You'd be rich if you could just. Yeah, because I would never pay tree. for food. I just go you out. You'd also I'm, die of like malnourishment. I'm, I'm hungry. I think I'm just gonna go eat this grass. Well, there's go out on the lawn of, and eat. A lot of plants out there that you could eat, just not very good. Right. Uh, no, certainly, some, you can eat dandelions. Some trees really? are edible. Mm-hmm. Bro, you won't catch me eating a flower yeah. dandelion. <laughs> Lamana did that in the Sopranos. Nah. He went to a vacant lot and found some nice dandelions for the salad. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, he said it tastes like uh, red fescue. <laughs> I saw a, a doctor online saying that cashews are in the poison ivy family. He said, don't eat cashews. They come from the poison ivy families. Okay. I, I've had enough about people telling me what to eat. Have you? I, you can't keep up with it. No. Some things that were healthy two years ago now are dangerous. Like, right. I'm done with the propaganda. I realize Twinkies aren't the healthiest thing, but I'll eat a box of them because I don't care. Okay. I open up a can of Andy Camp beans and I just sit down and we'll eat dinner with <laughs> again back to the depression era. We are literally on the train. <laughs> open up a can of beans. You sound like a hobo. <laughs> All you need is the stick with the little burlap I on it. I live like that. I could be a hobo in my a vagrant. My knapsack. I have like ten ten uh, little cans of beans and just pop open that can and eat the pork and beans. Jesus, oh. go to break quick. That's from the six three six. Humans bit don't drink from rivers. Wow, that's from Jonathan Titsworthy. <laughs> I don't. I drink. Have you, you live, a, you live in an industrialized nation. Indeed. There are people, I'm sure, around the world that would drink from a river. You, everybody uh-huh. needs to have a life straw. You have a desaliz- desalinization. Well, they wouldn't have that in parts of the Amazon and parts of Africa. Completely I don't think they drink out of the river. Oh, they 100% uh, do. I bet they probably do. Probably like I said, everybody in the world needs a life straw. You can stick it in the dirtiest water... And then, yeah, those things are cool. Oh, they're awesome. And what does it do? It, it purifies, filters it out. It so filters I, I in real time. Like, you know, it's a normal straw. I'm probably big, you know. And, really? And it just, you yeah. Put it in the river and you suck it out, and all you get is clean, fresh water. Real really? is a filtering. Insane awesome. Yeah. That's they a have huge, mad, uh, I Costco. Heard of, I heard of that. Clean water is a very big initiative, and people take it really seriously because if you don't have clean Life water, straws. it's very dangerous. They probably uh, sell a lot of those at the Bass Pro where everyone's camping. Well, we went to Sarah. They're all over Sam's and Costco, that kind of where we saw them. But you, you can find them anywhere. Um, but I highly recommend if you're doing any sort of outdoor camping or anything, just carry one on you. So then you can't like, drink legit. directly out of the river. Yes, yeah, so you can literally any water source you find. Ocean? Clean, pure. See, I don't know about, I don't think you could filter out that much salt. No, because even if you're, if you're stranded somewhere, I mean, you can live without food for, I think, three weeks. You can only go three days without water. Yeah, that the water um, to keep it. I don't think oceans. So are. if you can find a lake or something, a lot of these guys would have these, like, drops you could put in there. Or you boil it, and it boils all the impurities or any kind of yep. microisms that would be in there. Um, but ocean, you can't get rid of the salt. And too much salt to filter out. I, I forgot what the process is. So, yeah, if you're in the ocean, you're screwed anyways. No. There's nothing worse than going out to eat with someone who is vegan and listening to them bitch about how the restaurant doesn't have really great vegan-friendly variety. Oh. No one told you to take a blood oath swearing off 90% of things that taste good. That's from Carlos Spicy. Yeah, eat Dutton a steak and quit bitching. But almost every restaurant will give you a good salad, right? There's yeah. 100%, per, 100%. Also, like... But I guess we, if there's cheese in it, that's out. The you vegans we talk, we, we hang out with are not like that. And if that was the case... Are they I vegan or vegetarian? Uh, one's vegan, one's vegetarian, because one kind of trans, you know, transformed into that as the relationship went. So they, that's the one that did the, the gourd bowls, mm, the soup, boards of oh, okay. bowls of gourd. God, I don't know. Cup if runneth ex- over. I don't know if I'm explaining it correctly. If it's a queso fundido or if it's an actual like soup. What's, Nonetheless, they're what's the appetizer? It. Gourd soup. Uh-huh. I hate to break it to you all, but each of you will end up eating tree bark and cucumber sandwiches in a roadside ditch. Radio careers all lead to the same ending. Yeah. Also, Stroh, what is a microism? That's from the Dogtown Astro van. Yeah, you know what I meant. <laughs> I thought it was close enough. Whatever, uh, those, whatever those little microbioticisms are in there. Microbioticisms? <laughs> okay, that G, can you make that the, the yeah. title of the segment? I already did. Yeah. That one might be one of the best ones. <laughs> uh, desalination is to clean ocean water or remove the salt, you idiot. That's from Classy, like yeah, Perry Ellis. I think we know that. Well, I know you can, but I'm talking with the life straws you cannot. I'm that talking about if you're stranded. I'm not talking about 
plants that do it, power plants that do it. I'm talking about if you're stranded in a boat, you can't drink it. I don't. You can't do anything with it. You can't water, boil listen, it. Listen, water, water everywhere, but not one drop to drink. The ancient mariner. Think about that. So that would suck when you're stranded and so yeah, thirsty. I'm talking about like uh, by water mm-hmm. that you Dual Survivor, drink. which is one of my favorite shows. Um, is that different than Naked and Afraid? Yeah, Dual Survivor is two guys. Is that the one guy with the bare feet yeah, that, that refuses idiot. to wear any kind of yeah. shoes? Okay. They, get, they get dumped in Iceland and he's got bare feet on. I'm used to it, you <laughs> idiot. Um, walk around in like complete Reykjavik. snow and ice. But they would Reykjavik. throw them. They would drop them somewhere and put them in a scenario like campers in the Himalayas. Uh, were stranded, so they have to retrace their steps, and, like, they have a backpack, and, okay, all they left was a machete and something. And they also happen to have a camera crew following them. Every well, that's true. Nothing's going to happen to them. Hey, if I can't find any water, we're going to die. Okay, stop. <laughs> Give me a bottle. Cut. Okay, yeah. let's yeah. go on. But they kind of go through how they have to purify water and find water and things like that. So, Guys, the water coming out of your tap is pure, treated, float-trip boy brine from the Missouri River. It's from mm. Junior, the juice man. Well, St. Louis... We're talking about if you're out in a boat and you're thirsty, you don't just start slipping up <laughs> river don't water. Don't make that noise ever again. Mm. I know our water comes from the river. I'm just talking about if you're out somewhere stranded, you know, just, I'm thirsty, I'm going to drink this lake water. What if a beaver died, like, down the road, down the stream and all that... His diseases are going through the water. Beaver well, disease. I'm sure it does. <laughs> yeah. So There's a huge taste. plant right by the Mississippi uh, River where it goes in stages. First they filter out, you know, the dead bodies and the beavers <laughs> and the refrigerators. <laughs> and then they then there's a smaller filter system and it goes all the way down in several different steps until they get down and there's nothing in the water and then they treat that. St. Louis has the best potable. tap water in the game. It is though. good. It's yeah. unbelievable. I feel we, like get, people, we don't even use our Brita filter anymore. It's it's that good. I feel like people across the country say that their city has the best tap water. <clears throat> it's probably whatever you get used to. You know, it's the purest water in the world. No. Hito? Jamaica. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> no, it does. Of course, it's sure. 100% serious. Ooh. They have the purest water in the world. Says Jamaica. Who? I'll look it up. <laughs> that, that I'll look it up. Pure water. I don't know because you have some countries you can't drink the water. I mean, what, I went to Mexico, went to the Dominican Republic. That, they don't yeah. even tell you when you brush your teeth, use the bottled water. Don't don't rinse your yeah. toothbrush under the tap water. All right, I got the list of the cleanest tap water. Is that what we're talking about? The cleanest tap water? Well, I don't know if it'd be tap water, just water. Well, uh, like are you talking about like the that's water. what we're using is tap yeah. water, right? Because when we were in Jamaica, I felt, maybe I'm wrong, that we only drank bottled water. Like, that was the only water I ever no, drank. You could have drank the tap water because it's good water. Okay, well, here we go. I got the list right here. Okay, let's hear it. It goes first, Switzerland. Yeah. Uh, Alpine nation there, the Alps. It's where people get a lot of really good spring water. Canada second. The United Kingdom third. New Zealand fourth. Singapore fifth. Germany sixth. Yeah. Scandinavian, Finland, seventh. I've seen a trend here. All highly industrialized countries. Right, with big mountains. Well, and, and great treatment facilities, too. Right. Uh, I, did, I didn't see Jamaica. I see Czech Republic and... Well, those aren't islands. Maybe well, but they're countries. Maybe Ireland, uh, the purest water of any island country. And I read it somewhere. Iceland, I'm seeing a list with Iceland number one. That would also make sense. See, they all changed. See, now when, an I lived, when I lived in Bermuda, you know how they caught their, you know how they got their water, rainwater. All of the, all of the, if you go to to Bermuda, almost every home is built with a limestone roof, and it's like in a zigzag. Catches rainwater, goes down into a filter under your house, and then purified, and that's what you're drinking. So they all drink rainwater. Yeah. Not even in the top ten. Lies again, Boots. That's from the 830 mm. Recreator. Well, he read off another one that had Iceland one. So it's That's just true. So they're all just changing. Maybe it was island uh, island countries. Island boys? No, island country. Purest water of island countries. I was in Puerto Rico a month ago, and the water out of my hotel sink was dark brown. Oh. The hotel desk agent said, oh, that's how it is sometimes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I guess you're brushing your teeth with bottled water. Like, isn't it like the first thing you would fix as a as a nation? 
is not water. able to drink the water? No, Wouldn't I, that be real high on the priorities of anything that you do? Yeah, it's probably tough, I would imagine. Remember the, filtration. The, what happened when the water went bad in Flint, Michigan? I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, it was a national panic. Yeah. Sometimes there's a, was it, boil? Uh, boil order. Boil order. Yeah. yeah, that's always tough. Yeah, I had one in my complex, and I didn't see the email. Oh, we get them. We've had four or five this year. Really? Yeah. Oh, at least. Am I just not paying attention? My landlord is awesome, though. He will text me and Mad- Madison and I every time that happens. So I think he gets the alerts. I don't know if they it, alert individual tenants. They'll put it on, like, a we- like Camo V will probably yeah. put a little headline or something on their website. But That's the best thing that ever happened to the bottled water industry is boil orders. Because everybody has bottled water now at home somewhere, don't they? Or in Mexico to where you have to have bottled water. Yeah. I saw a family of five at Costco the other day. They had eight <laughs> bottles of like package of bottles of water. Yeah, scared to drink eight. the tap water. Oh. Eight. Why don't we come up with a TMA bottled water? And that's like eight. I mean, that's insane. We could market it. There's a picture of you with your thumbs up on yeah, the front. Just tap water. That's what most of it is anyway. Just simply tap water in a bottle. And you a sell nice a, package. If you sell any bottle under two dollars, you look like you're having a deal because like Aquafina is like two fifty yeah. or whatever. At Bush Stadium is like six fifty for a bottle. That's of water. a good deal though. <laughs> Fantastic deal. For, for 20 ounces of water? Yeah. If they had a drinking fountain, it would be zero cost. <laughs> would you call it Mississippi's finest? I, it probably is, yeah. Also, Iceland is an island. My God, look at the map. It's from Susie Cream Cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't get right. crestfallen over this. All right, maybe Caribbean Island. How about that? Let's just go there. Is that an island? The Caribbeans, yeah, the, the area of the Caribbean mm-hmm. has full of islands. Is there any way Tim can call in for the next hour? That's from Aces High. No, Tim just, is on in route. Why don't low. you just go listen to another show? No, we want to listen to this show. I want him to listen if he's upset. Go elsewhere. I think we're having a good show. I do too, Plowhawk. It's the it's it's Friday. We got Memorial Day weekend coming up. People are going to be getting after it. It's going to be a gorgeous weekend. I think it's all positivity from here on out. I don't want any negative. I don't want any more negative texts. Okay. Well, uh, it's certainly mortgage refinance season. Now, couldn't agree more, as Doug. As we roll into to late May, the average credit card interest rate now over twenty four percent. That's a horrible deal. You don't want it. This is the highest it's been in over thirty years. With inflation, people carrying more debt than ever. You don't want that either. Put the equity to work that you have in your home with a simple cash out or refinance. The average home loan expert receives. More than $54,000 cash out on the refinance. So you take that money and you pay off that credit card debt and you're no longer paying over 24% interest. Now you can roll that into your mortgage and it just is, it's a major thing to do to help your financial situation. Ryan Kelly has done that for me twice. He can do it for you. He's got a fabulous team. He'll put all the options together to get you taken care of if that's what you need is to refinance. A lot of people are doing it. Again, the website is thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you so much, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, sir. Mortgage. All right. It is 814 here in St. Louis. We're going to close out the Munganast 7 o'clock hour. We'll be coming back with the appliance discounters 8 o'clock hour. We'll talk a little Redbirds, Doug. A little uh, Thursday getaway day victory yesterday. Okay. Uh, we'll a little t- Michael Block, too. We'll, we'll, talk a little, we'll talk a little Michael Block. we got mm-hmm. some audio of him. And uh, you know what? I'm running point today, so we'll talk a little Celtics and Heat. If you don't like it, Good. you don't have to. Okay. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After Live from the Michelob Ultra Studios.